Okay, welcome back to Saturday Sangha. Yeah. Okay, I guess I'm I will gradually get organized. Meanwhile, Om Gyanatimadasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Uttaparakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavangscha Shri Rupam Sagrachatam Sahagana Raghunatang Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishnupadaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Sounds sounds like Russian. Whoever you are speaking Russian. <laughs> okay. Let's try that again. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pristaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Sarasvate Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschatyadeshatarine Vanchakalpatarum yascha, Kripa sindubya evacha, Patitanam pavane bio, Vaishnavi bio, Namo Nama. He Krishna karana sindhu, Dina bando jagatpate, Gopesha gopika kanta. Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranam Excuse me Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Srivasadi Gauramakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 
Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Welcome everyone to Saturday Sangha and happy Ekadashi for those of you who are observing Ekadashi today and for those of you who are not observing Ekadashi, happy Ekadashi and for those of you who don't know what is Ekadashi Um, we can tell you what is Ekadashi. <laughs> and for those of you who know what it is but uh, are not inclined to follow the observance of Ekadashi, well, we can discuss. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> maybe someone can remind me. Yesterday was some, I don't remember now, was it appearance days, disappearance days, or something else? But I think there was something yesterday. And um, tomorrow I know there are some Disappearance days, there's Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, there's Raghunath Das Goswami, and one other great Vaishnava, who I don't remember right now. It was another R, Ramachandra Kaviraj, I don't remember. It was all disappearance days. Okay, so... I trust you're all well, and uh, oh yeah, I was going to say apologies for devotees who were hoping for Polish translation, uh, Kavichandra sends his apologies, um, I don't know what the circumstance is, but he won't be there, and um Let's see. Rajaduta Gopal, I think, is traveling. Maybe Ananda Mayi wants to translate, but I don't know if there's anyone here who wants translation in Polish. Hmm. Um, or what to say? Anyway. Whatever you all decide. Meanwhile, we will go visit Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur in his Upadesha song number 16. A short song this time. <clears throat> How is the Pranam Mantra? Namo. 
Bhaktivinodaya Satchitananda Namine Namine Gora Shakti Sarupaya Rupa Nuga Varayate We're we're in Kalyana Kalpataru, the desire tree of Kalyana of auspiciousness. And we've been hearing advice to the mind. I have another device here, let's see, to remind me what was last time. <laughs> One moment, please. Um, could be here, and could be somewhere. Oh yes. Ah, uh, here we go. Oh yeah. La <coughs> excuse me. Last week, um, the advice to the mind was not to be bewildered by ritualistic vows with an aim to please Radha Krishna and make them favorably disposed to you. You accept various types of austere vows. Um, but, and this was where we got the term <clears throat> sahaja, sahaja tattva. Devotional service is actually a very simple and easily understood truth. For it is the soul's natural inborn tendency. Oh, that was the controversial statement. Your desire is to expand and enrich that devotion which is already existing in your heart. But you should be careful to consider that by undertaking unnecessarily difficult vows and austerities, you don't destroy the simplicity of the natural bhakti process. Yeah, this was very nice. So, but today... We proceed to song number 16. Mana tumi barai chonchala ekanta sharala bhakta jane naha anurakta dhurta jane asakti prabala. Oh, my dear mind. You are certainly most restless and flickering. You're not attracted by unalloyed devotees of the Lord who are free from crooked complications. But instead, you remain strongly attached to the company of sly, hypocritical cheaters. <laughs> so the broad theme is association bad association, uh, and what's wrong with it. 
Yeah, we make distinctions. Everyone does. Who we associate with. And making these distinctions, we make choices. So, mana, O mind, to me, barai chanchala. Chanchala, of course, means restless or flickering. Mm, Sometimes this... um, word is used in relation to Lakshmi Lakshmi Devi. She is Chanchala, here today, gone tomorrow. But especially in Bhagavad Gita, Chanchala refers to the mind. Hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't have it right here, but this is part of Arjuna's complaint to Krishna that the mind is flickering and unsteady. Chanchalam hi mana, Krishna. He says it's so, um, so unsteady. So how to make it steady? Ekanta sharala bhakta jane naha anurakta. You're not attracted, anurakta. By ekanta sharala bhakta jana. Uh, devotees who are unalloyed, who are ekanta, whose focus is singular on the Lord. Uh, and mm, rather, dhurta jane asakti prabha. You're strongly prabhala, you're strongly attached asakta to dhurta jane. That's that's your misfortune. Second verse, Buj Rugi, Buj Rugi Jane, J Tabasadu Jana She, Tar Shanga Tomare Nachai. Those strange, deviant imposters. It's translated. Buj Rugi Jane are considered by you to be sadhus. <laughs> Taba Sadhu Jan Se. So your so called sadhus. Tar Sangha Tomar Tomare Natsai. You are dancing merrily in their company, Nach, Nachana, dancing. Tarasanga in their company. Krura Besha Deko Jar Shradhas Pada Shetomar Bhakti Kori Paro Tar Pai. And those who have a cruel and hard-hearted nature are your most worshipable objects of reverence. Krura Besha. Krura means uh, means cruel, hard-hearted. Um, I don't know. Krura Besha. 
Vesha. Let's see who's here. Yes. Ah, Sugopi is here. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Pronounce. Uh, yeah. Besha is generally um, uh, the clothes. So the in the form That's... like uh, you're wearing, uh, you're trying to be cruder, cruel, as you said. Mm. Uh, so you're taking the form of a very cruel person. That's what. Oh, I, is I, yeah. I see. The, I was thinking Vesha means uh, means dress. Yeah, okay. Jar Shraddhaspad se Tomar. What is this Shraddhaspada? Shraddha, of course, faith. In great devotion, you fall down at the feet of such rascals. Yeah, Pada is again the feet, so mm. Jar, Jar is into whose Shraddha's Pada? Mm. Who oh. fell, uh, you, you fell down okay, on it's... someone's feet. So it's, yeah. Okay, it's kind of, uh, the Bengali is a little interesting here. Bhakti Kori Paro Tar Pai. Hmm. In great devotion, <laughs> paro tarpai, uh, you give them. In great devotion, you fall down at the feet of such rascals. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about the translation of this. Let's try the third verse. Bhakta shanga hoi janro bhakti pal. Pale Taro Akhaitave Shantabhavadharo. The real result of devotion fructifies. Pale. Bhakti Pal Pale. For one who keeps the company of the true devotees of the Lord. Bhakta Sangahoi Jara of whom Um, in a peaceful mood, Shantabhava, devoid of cheating propensities, a kaitave. Yeah, kaitava dharma. So we know that word from uh, verse 2, Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 1. Dharma projita kaitavotra paramonir matsarhanam. Right? So, akaitabe shantabhavadharo. So, keeping peaceful, in a peaceful mood, without cheating. Chanchalata charimana bhajo krishna shi charana dhurta shangadure parihara. My dear mind, Giving up your unsteady, flickering nature. Chanchalata chari, chariya. And abandoning the association of sly, deceitful cheaters. Durta shanga, dure parihar. In a far distant place, just worship the beautiful 
lotus feet of Krishna. Bacho Krishna Sri Charana. Yeah, it's a short song. <laughs> All right, let's see what we can do with this on the singing side. <clears throat> Janne Asakti Prabha Durta Janne Asakti Prabha Bhutsrugi Janne Jai Basadu Janna Se Bhujrugi Jane Tavasadu Janna Se Tarsanga Tomade Nacha Tara Sangha Tomare Na Cha Krura Besha Deko Ja Shradhaspada Se Krura Besha Deko Jai Shraddhaspada Shetamad Bhakti Khori Pado Bhakti Khori Pado Bhakta Sangha Hoi Chandra Bhakti Pal Paletara Bhakta Sangha Hoi Chandra 
भक्ति भाव पहले Chanchalata Charimana Bajo Krishna Shi Charana Chanchalata Charimana Bajo Krishna Shi Charana Durta Shanga Dure pari ara Durta shanga Dure pari ara Ate Krishna Ate Krishna 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 Ate Ate Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare, Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare, Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare, Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
So we may want to remember the the message here. And appreciate mm, the association of devotees. Bhakta Sangha Hoi Jara Bhakti Bal Paletar. Mm, the fruit of uh, the Bhakta, the, let's see, the Bhakti fruit fructifies. Bhakti Bal Pale. The bhakti fruit fructifies bhakta shanga hoy when when there is bhakti bhakta shanga so bhakti comes with the bhaktas that's the basic message the opposite of that is um, those who are not those well, the 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 extreme opposite is kruravesha. Those who are cruel devotees are making it a point in life to not be cruel. Uh, cruelty is um, not for us. We want to be gentle. We want to be kind. Uh, because this is pleasing, um, not just because it's pleasing to Krishna, but because it's it's the right thing. It's pleasing to Krishna because it's right to not be cruel. Um, that's the principle. Okay. Um, my voice is a little crunchy today. I think it's a crunchy a lot of the time, but today especially. <laughs> so it is. That's how life goes. Okay. Let's see now. Let's proceed and see if any of you have something you want to share. Any, any news? Any realization? Any... Um, we can also discuss something in the way of questions on your mind, if you like. And, uh, okay. Oh, we have... Ah, oh, okay. Somya Karani is telling us that tomorrow is... Disappearance Day of Srila Raghunath Das Goswami and Raghunath Bhatta Goswami and Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami. Uh, all great acharyas of Vrindavan. Um, all of them holding up the, the vision of what is Krishna consciousness for us. Um, Raghunath Bhatta Goswami is somewhat lesser known to us because he's apparently he was not writing um, 
One thing we know, if I remember correctly, is that he was very much um, expert in reciting the Bhagavatam. He would he would sing the Bhagavatam. Um, Raghunath Das Goswami, of course, is described quite extensively in Chaitanya Charitamrita as a very dear devotee of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who really had to show great determination in order to break away from his family situation and take shelter of Mahaprabhu and eventually to go to Vrindavan where his Bhajan Kutir is in Radha Kunda. I like to think uh, that he would sit there and do his writing. Um, there's mm -hmm. the poetry. Raghunath Das Goswami was a, was a poet. And one of the important works of Raghunath Das for us is certainly his Manashiksha. We haven't had a Manashiksha for a while, have we? Perhaps this is what we should do. I have a verse from Manashiksha. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly, which is not necessarily the case, uh, we, well, maybe we should back up some. Verse 7. Uh, yeah. Pratishta shahadrishta shvapacharamani me ridi natet katam sahadu premna sprishati suchire tan nanumana sadatong sevasva prabudayatasaman tamatulam yatatong nishkasya tvaritamihatong ve shayatisa. As long as the unchaste dog-eating woman of desire for prestige dances in my, in my heart, how can the chaste and pure lady of love for Krishna touch it? Therefore, O oh mind, you should always serve the incomparable beloved devotee commander of Krishna's army who will immediately throw out the unchaste woman and establish the pure lady of love in the heart. Now, someone could object and say, well, this sounds kind of violent. And this um, head of the army of Krishna is um, going to throw out this woman. Shouldn't he be more gentle with her? Well, in general, yes, but when it comes to uh, the desire for prestige, it might be a good thing to just throw it out without any special ceremony. <laughs> in other words, 
the idea is to be firm and recognize. We want to recognize in ourselves, rather than, you know, going around judging others for their faults, uh, devotees are much more inclined to look for faults within. And then what to do with those faults within uh, to pray to the Lord that they may be removed and, and transformed. Removed or transformed. We can say removed in the sense of like if there's something foreign in the body, it shouldn't be there, then we want, we want to have it removed. Um, but we also speak of transformation or purification, purifying, pur purifying the heart. We don't throw the heart out, we purify it. Um, so that's, that's one, uh, that's one of Raghunath's meditations my dear mind. And then number eight. Yata dushtatvam me davayati shashtasya pikripaya shatasya pikripaya yata mahyam prem amritam yata mahyam prem amritam apidadat yudshvalamasau yata shri gandharva Bhajana vidaye pre rayati mam tata goshte kak va giridharamiha tvang bhajavana. Trying to get the short and the long syllables right. Even though I am a cheater, the Lord's mercy can drive away my inherent wicked nature. Okay. Here's kind of the point to answer the doubt from the last one. Uh, the Lord's mercy can drive away my inherent wicked nature, give me the glowing nectar of divine love, and inspire my heart with the process to worship Sri Gandharvika. Therefore, O oh mind, with pleading words, you should worship Sri Giridhari here in Vrindavan. Kakva. Um, Kakva, with pleading words. <laughs> um, one of the earlier verses was also in a pleading voice. Bakabit Vartmapagane. Yeah, so in relation to the previous, uh, which was describing a kind of violent throwing out uh, of uh, the desire for prestige, this verse is saying, actually, you, O Lord, can drive away my inherent wicked nature. Uh, the word 
for drive away would be davayati, uh, causing to run, I believe, literally. Yatadushtatvam, this dushta, this evilness, dushtatvam is the abstract noun. May from me davayati. You can you can drive it away. You can cause it to run away. And the conclusion, therefore, O mind, with pleading, pleading words, you should worship Sri Giridhari here in Vrindavan. Oh, and here's a whole elaborate explanation of Kakva from Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Whoa, this is... Uh, okay, it's quoting his entire Sri Gandharva Sampratanashtakam, expressing such feeling. This is Srila Rupa Goswami's uh, Sri Gandharva Sampratanashtakam. So let's read one verse from this. There are eight verses plus a palashruti. Brindavane viharator ihake likunje matadvipa pravarakotuka vibramena sandarshayasva yuvayor vadanaravindadvang videhi mai devi kripang prasida. Okay, this is addressed to Shimati Radharani. You are roaming freely in this pleasure grove in Sri Vrindavan, enjoying love like the greatest of intoxicated elephants. O Devi Radharani, please show me your face and the face of your beloved and kindly bestow your mercy on me. Um, and so on. So the plea is to Radharani, may Shimati Radharani, the plea, the kakva, the, the helpless calling is to Radharani. Help. <laughs> um, and it starts with an expression of appreciation of Shimati Radharani and her mood. What is her mood? First of all, where is she? She's roaming, it says, freely in this pleasure grove in Sri Vrindavan. So we can envision, we can picture. Matadvipa pravara kotukavibramena Matadvipa uh, dvipa can mean island. I think that may be with long I, but this is dvipa, short I. So it means elephant, matta dvipa, a mad elephant or intoxicated elephant. 
Vibramena, wandering, roaming freely. Sandarshayasva, please show yourself, cause yourself to be, uh, to be shown. Um, you and of your beloved, you Vayaho, of you too. Vadana, your faces, Aravinda Dvandvam, your two lotus, two double lotus face, Videhi. And give me, uh, bestow upon me your, your mercy, Kripa, Prasida. Yeah, so Raghunath, Raghunath Das Goswami is praying to the mind. And Krishnadas Kaviraj has given us um, the, as, uh, as our scholar on Chaitanya Charitamrita puts it, the final word. He's given the final word about Lord Chaitanya in his Chaitanya Charitamrita. <laughs> um, and he speaks about himself also and how he, he, he tells not exactly how I became a Hare Krishna, but something like that. In his case, he has a dream, and in his dream, Lord Balaram himself appears to him. And he's appeared to him uh, at a time when he's sleeping, but just after he's had a kind of falling out with his family. So he's in a disturbed, kind of disturbed state of mind. Balaram comes to him and says, go to Vrindavan. <laughs> go to Vrindavan and there you will, uh, you will, all desirable things will come to you. Something like that. Hmm. So let us remember all of these acharyas. Dira Lalita says, uh, or asks, does Shilavatunod Thakur refer her to Mayavadis? Oh, here, I guess, to Mayavadis when he says cheaters. How do we know who are the cheaters? Well, in the song, he doesn't say. He has other songs. I think uh, we had one in the Sharanagati series. Uh, it was one of the songs in the section on uh, Pratiku. Um, rejecting that which is not favorable. He, he has a whole song condemning the Mayavadis. He doesn't mention Mayavadis here, but... Um, well, Srila Prabhupada says there are two kinds of people in the world, right? <laughs> what are they? The cheaters and the cheated. Um, two categories. Everybody is either cheater or cheated. Um, 
Hmm. This is a serious condition to be in. Now, does that mean we should be always suspicious of everyone all the time? Mm, no, that would not be healthy. He's not specifying in the song, so who is he referring to? might be interesting to reflect on his own life story and see if we could uh, account for specific persons in his life that troubled him, disappointed him, but I don't know if we would find that. Um, oh, and I would like to share my little understanding of Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila 4, 135 and ask a question at the end of sharing. Yes, all right, let's do that. Thank you very much, Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna, all God's siblings, friends, and Guru Maharaj. <laughs> um, I was really um, continuing, I mean, being also inspired by Chitra Karan's um, open hearted realization on fourth chapter last week. I, I was just uh, very inspired to carry on also reading and sort of trying to dive deeper, even though even though um, these are really like high waters, I mean deep waters, <laughs> that I'm not sure um, how much of my heart is in there and how much of my mind is in there diving deeper. Um, but um, let's not take, <laughs> not take too much time of yours, Gormaraj. Is in, in the verse uh, 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 Adelila, uh, chapter 4, verse 135, there was just one sentence written, and, um, and that sentence is about uh, Krishna um, expressing that Srimati Radharani in previous verse, that he would like to taste a love of Srimati Radharani. And it says, if sometimes I can be the abode of that love, only then when I face its joy. So after reading this purport of Srila Prabhupada, um, I came to some sort of, um, not only a conclusion, but uh, like I could feel a greatness of Krishna um, so much. Well, so Srila Prabhupada, was saying in the purport that uh, um, the Srimati Rudrani is Ashraya, the abode of love, the place where love comes from. That's my understanding. And then Vishaya is the uh, uh, Krishna who is tasting uh, that love. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that Krishna can never taste the whole of the love or the abode that love comes from which is Srimati Radharani. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then uh, I've also sort of discovered that at this point is a start when the Lord is de developing a desire to become the abode of that love. He wants to be Srimati Radharani. Mm. And I remember, Guramaj, when you were telling us uh, there are the reasons of Lord Chaitanya to appear. And, and then I, I got to this point 
to understand it a little bit, what you were trying to tell us, why, why did Lord Chaitanya appear? Because Krishna wanted to taste that abode of Srimati Radharani. And I think that was the one desire of Krishna. That's also uh, explained in 137. And another uh, uh, a desire that Krishna also revealed in 445, that he was actually, Krishna was hankering for the position of Radharani. Mm. He wanted to be her. And that all that was all leading into appearing of Lord Sri Chaitanya. Of course, I, I think that all, all of you understand that already, but because that appears so deeply in my heart, this little understanding, it sort of it became so sort of so big that I, I got overwhelmed. So <laughs> I wanted to share with you. Mm. And also I, I wanted to ask you very much if my understanding is okay. Um so uh, I, I understand that Lord Krishna, uh, I would use the word expanded because I, I don't know any better word, into Srimati Radharani. Um, and did, did actually Lord Krishna gave Srimati Radharani that ashraya potency? It was it Krishna who actually gave that abode of love to Srimati Radharani in order? that he afterwards hankers for it. Hmm. So I, I thought that, that if that's the case, I thought how highly merciful that is, that actually Lord gave that abode of love to Srimati Radharani, hmm. and he sort of gave it to her, like mercifully, so he didn't have it. And in that way that <laughs> Leela got created, that he was hankering for that love that, he had it in the first place, but he gave it to her. So my question is, is that, is that understanding of mine sort of um, there, or am I missing uh, the point? <laughs> Thank you for listening, Guramaj, and I apologize if that wasn't clear. I would just say, yes, we can see it that way, um, because we understand already from the Upanishads uh, that that the Lord the Lord says, "Let me be many," <laughs> and then He expands. So yeah, you you also use the word expand, <clears throat> um, and He's expanding for the purpose of of pleasure. And but you're saying He's giving that to that identity and that experience to Rad, Radharani such that he doesn't get it himself. He's giving it all away, so to say. Um, and we could say like that and then, but the story doesn't, the story doesn't end there because the Lord then appears as Mahaprabhu uh, to not exactly reclaim that position, but to uh, to assume. I think sometimes the word is, he assumes the position. He assumes the identity uh, and the mood of Srimati Radharani, um, of the devotee. So he is the vishaya, but he then becomes the ashraya. 
And of course, Krishna is ultimately, from a perspective of tattva, he's, he's everything. He is the complete whole. Purnam. Uh, so he is Vishaya and Ashraya. But he feels, because of this division, you can say a division of, um, what's the expression? Anyway, a division of, of duty, specialization. Uh, he, he is uh, in a position of feeling some, some lack. Even though he is full in himself, he feels some lack, some incompleteness. Even though he's complete, even though he is Atma, Rama, etc., uh, and so he takes on, he assumes the position, the identity and mood, I think is the way it's said, of Radharani. Yeah, nice. Okay. Ipek says, the month of Kartik is approaching and I was thinking of me memorizing something every day during Kartik. Would you have any particular suggestions about what to memorize? I started early with Rupa Goswami's Namastakam, but have no idea what to do after. <laughs> well, um, if you don't yet have memorized the Damodar Ashtakam, then I would say that would be the next. But if you've already memorized Dhammudarashtakam, then um, there's so many other ashtakams. Um, um, and yes, it might be good to, maybe you've also already memorized, I don't know, but uh, the Swami Ashtakam, Ashtakam is also very nice to know. Srila Prabhupada used to chant Shatko Swami Ashtakam. Um, he, would, he really liked uh, to glorify the six Goswamis. There was a time, in fact, when instead of chanting Jai Radha Madhava before class, uh, before giving Bhagavatam lecture or Bhagavad Gita in the evening, uh, he would chant the prayers to the six Goswamis. Shat Goswami Ashtaka. Um, beyond that, uh, if you like prayers, oh, there you are, Ipek. Uh, well, you can tell us, have you already memorized uh, the Damodar Ashtaka? Uh, yeah, that was last Kartik. Oh, that was last card. <laughs> um, because you mentioned, okay, namastakam. So you like you like to memorize prayers, right? Um, yes, I think so. Good. Uh, what about the prayers of Queen Kunti in the Bhagavatam? You can work on those. They're good because because they're the prayers of Queen Kunti. 
Srila Prabhupada gave lectures on the prayers of Queen Kunti. Um, there are many important philosophical points there. So that would be... There are so many series of prayers in the Bhagavatam, and there are so many ashtakams. Ultimately, I would say, whatever you like, whatever inspires you. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Krishna Kshetra Swami. I will look at Queen Kunti's prayers and Sadhguru Swami. Oh, okay. Thank yes. you so much. Okay. And uh, Chitra Karani wants to say something about Dhruva Maharaj. Yes. Hare Krishna, please accept my respectful obeisance. I was reading Srimad Bhagavatam and then I came across another uh, controversial statement of Srila <laughs> Prabhupada. And in the beginning, while well, he's telling the story of uh, Dhruva Maharaj, uh, he was saying that our pole star uh, is the center for all other stars and solar systems for all of them circle around around the central pole so <laughs> i take it as another uh, maybe uh, topic uh, i don't know <laughs> how to be explained <laughs> and but the thing here is uh, because yesterday we talked about the heavy austerities and then i came across this um, fourth canto uh, part two uh, Dhruva Maharaj is making really very difficult austerities in order to get what he desires. And in the end, uh, he really gets what he desires, but then he didn't become happy of what he gets with these heavy austerities. Because he wanted a very exalted position, uh, higher than Lord Brahma and uh, Vishnu. He saw Vishnu in the end personally face to face and then suddenly he became so unhappy because this is not what I want wish I desire something else <laughs> so all these austerities <laughs> you know it's gone for Wayne and uh, it's he didn't happy of having this most exalted position uh, so it's like this uh, heavy austerities has some sort of um, this mode of passion <laughs> inside of it. I think this chapter is kind of proves it because then Srila Prabhupada says that, uh, but before going to the forest to make all these austerities, he, he took an advice from Narada Muni and Narada Muni, his spiritual master told him, no kid, don't, don't do these things, avoid. don't go to the forest, just go to your home you are a devotee and do your devotional service and everything will be fine. But he didn't listen and he go <laughs> to the forest to do these austerities. And if he simply listened to the spiritual master and take it easy and <laughs> just a chant and do the devotional service, he would get the same result seeing the Lord face to face uh, after some time. <laughs> uh, because now then he condemned himself 
to stay in the material world for 35,000 years. <laughs> and so it became hellish for him because now he wants to go back near Godhead. But he can't because of his desire. <laughs> and so it's like we should be very careful about our desires <laughs> and this passion mode of austerities. Mm. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective because we usually think um, Narada's advice, his initial advice, was a test. I think Prabhupada speaks like that. It was a test um, and Dhruva passes the test by saying, no, I, I'm going to do this. Um, and on one side, as you say, he gets something which he ends up not wanting. On the other side, he gets what he wants. He gets, he doesn't know he wants it, but he, he doesn't know how much he actually wants the Lord. When he sees, when he has darshan of the Lord, then he realizes how insignificant everything else was. But then also by that um, perfection, of course, he goes, uh, he is awarded Dhruva Loka, uh, and so on. Um, and incidentally, Dhruva Loka being the center of of the <laughs> of the universe. Well, from the perspective of the northern hemisphere of planet Earth, uh, the pole star functions in that way. So we can say in that way it's understood. Maybe modern cosmology says there's countless trillions of stars and we are just insignificant off in some corner of the universe. But on the, if you go outside, if you're in the northern hemisphere, you go outside at night and it's a clear sky, there's Druvaloka. And sure enough, everything is revolving, or seems to revolve around Dhruvaloka. That's the understanding. Um, but yeah, we have to be, you're right, we need to be careful. What are our desires? <laughs> the Lord may, may fulfill them, and then we're stuck with them. <laughs> Thank you. Oops, we don't hear you now. Oh, yes. But in, in when I read Bhagavatam and these stories, when we desire something, we can't take it back. <laughs> you know, it's like it has to happen. <laughs> you don't say, no, 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 I don't want it. No, it can't. <laughs> yeah, therefore, be, be careful. Sugopi tells us that um, Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, uh, was also was also a good cook. Imagine being able to have some prasadam that was prepared by Raghunath Bhatta Goswami. <laughs> and Vrindapati says, if a Gandharva is less than a Deva or Devi, why does Srimati Radharani get called a Gandharvika? Is there a reason for this? Well, there's probably a reason, there's probably a whole story, but to, all that I know, isn't it? The Gandharvas 
uh, and Gandharvikas are famous for their beautiful singing. Isn't it? The, the Gandharvas sing and the Apsaras dance, but there's also Gandharvikas. So, Srimati Radharani is certainly the best of singers. That's the only reason I would know. And we can always count on Avaduta Raya to have something concerning him. Um, I just read the Tattva Viveka and on Radha Krishna Chaitanya I have this, these quotes. Quote, if you think that the word ekatma refers to Lord Chaitanya alone, then it would seem that Radha and Krishna appeared later than him. Hmm. Do not waste your time uselessly arguing who had appeared first, Radha Krishna or Lord Chaitanya. Everything in the absolute reality exists eternally in the present. Shri Krishna and Lord Chaitanya's pastimes exist eternally and concurrently. The glory of the absolute truth is its uninterrupted spiritual pastimes. Yeah, so if we think uh, in terms of mundane time, then we see sequences. And when we want to um, get a glimpse into Krishna Lila, then we have to kind of switch off our sense of time and space and enter into the place of absolute time and absolute space where everything can go on simultaneously, everything can expand. Uh, uh, the perfect becomes more perfect and then most perfect <laughs> and so on. Uh, and where all contradictions are resolved, the Lord is characterized by his mm, resolving all contradictions. Madana Jivani also wants to memorize Queen Kunti's prayers. And... Uh, the Lord became the doorkeeper of Dhruva Loka, so we'd have the association of the Lord. Um, I don't remember this, um, but somebody else can confirm. Um, Lord Vamana, of course, becomes the doorkeeper for Bali Maharaj in Sutala. Um, but it could well be that he also becomes a doorkeeper for Dhruva Maharaj. And we have a question from Sinisha. Uh, mm, Bhagavad Gita 10, 4, and 5. There Krishna says that pain, fear, and so on cre are created by him alone. I understand that he is not the reason for my pain or fear because that comes when I identify with matter or maya, um, in which way I can understand that fear and pain created by him. Yeah, good question. 
Now, while I'm thinking about this, I'm going to disappear for one minute or possibly slightly more. So while I'm disappearing, feel free to also disappear or talk to each other. Hare Krishna. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. Oh, I was going to get the guitar. Yes, that's a verse where, excuse me, um, Krishna is telling Arjuna that he's the source of all sorts of things. Oops, I better put on this. Um, so, Yeah, it's a, it's several things. Buddhir Gyanam Asamoha Kshama Satyam Damashamaha Sukam Tukam Bhava Abhava Bhayam Cha Abhayam Eva Cha Ahimsa Samata Tushti Tapa Danam Yasha Ayasha Bhavanti bhava bhutana matta eva pritak vidaha. So how is this? Um, how is, well, I think the simple point is Krishna, Krishna is saying in, by giving a few examples of different things, uh, he's the source of everything. Aham sarvasya prabhavo matta sarvam Today he will say later in this chapter. Um, but also, many of the things that he lists here are opposites. There's... Mm, Happiness and distress, birth and death, fear and fearlessness, um, and then some things which are not op opposites of each other, fame and infamy. And then it says, all these various qualities of living beings are created by me alone. I would just say it this way, that whenever we experience, for example, fear, if we can remember that the feeling, of, that behind the feeling of fear, Krishna is there, then that becomes a way of remembering Krishna. It's, it's similar to the... Uh, Krishna says, I am the taste in water, I am the light of the sun and the moon. All of these different features of this world, Krishna says, I am that. 
So in a similar way, there we all have strong emotions uh, at times. And when an, a strong emotion comes, if we can step back just a little bit and say, oh, this, this feeling I have, that is also Krishna, and then we can become detached from it and we can... Um, we can accept it. We can accept because it's Krishna. We don't have to fight it. Um, I don't know if that gets to your question, though, but that's what comes to my mind. Is, yes. that, is that all right, Shinisha? Yes, it's all right. It's a good thing <laughs> when fear <laughs> Or pain, then I think that is Krishna, and uh, mm. then I can transform it. Maybe these feelings. Exactly. Yes. Thank you, Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Okay. Yeah. So, um, dare I say, I think we could do a bit of Vaishnav hermeneutics if you're all ready for that. Hold on to your seat. We're off. And running with Vaishnav hermeneutics. Now let's see if I can share the screen. Whoops, what happened? Something disappeared. Uh, <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, share screen. And then yeah, this one and this one. Okay. Okay, I can move that to the side. Hoping you can see this. I should probably make it bigger. Um, we can do that. Oops, I better close that. Is this okay for everyone? Some thumbs up? Okay. Yes, Guru Maharaj. All right. Okay, so here we go. You may remember we ended last time. The discussion was about Siddhanta. Because we understand that uh, we, want, we, we want to see how a statement of Shastra, Sadhu Shastra, Guru Vakya, how they relate to Siddhanta. And we were hearing also, with respect to that, what's the difference between Siddhanta and creed, a creedal religion. Now, I grew up in a sort of Protestant Christian um, I think I should say sect. <laughs> uh, it was a rather small tradition uh, which was first mm, created in the late 19th century in America. That's another story, but um, it was a kind of austere tradition. There was no... Churches are very, very 
very simple without any, you know, ornamentation, no, no statues and no paintings, really. So it was kind of, uh, I guess, anti-iconography was one aspect, although that wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't emphasized explicitly, but they never talked about it one way or another. Uh, but then mm, occasion happened when I was maybe 12 years old to visit a Catholic church, Roman Catholic church, and I was amazed <laughs> by all the all the ceremony, the ritual, and uh, I thought it was wonderful, actually. And all the the color and paintings. I don't know if I'd ever been in a Catholic church before. In America, you know, it's mainly Protestant Christianity. Anyway, the point is, I've also attended rarely, but a few times I've uh, sat in um, Roman Catholic church services. And I know that at one point uh, there's a kind of recitation of uh, the of the church creed, it's just going through. I don't know five, six, seven points. Briefly, it just takes a few seconds. But everyone is reciting that creed and saying, "I believe." Da 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 da. Um, so what Radhi Raman Prabhu here is saying is, uh, that's not what we do. <laughs> uh, we don't recite a creed and we don't say that if you follow this creed you're in and if you don't follow it you're out um, rather and this is uh, the conclusion he comes to this verse of, it's the very last verse of the Shvetashvatara Upanishad Yasya deve para bhaktir yata deve tata guru tasyaite katita hyarta prakashante mahatmana. Only unto those great souls who have implicit faith in both the Lord and the spiritual master are all the imports of Vedic knowledge automatically revealed. So the idea is to understand Siddhanta. Uh, through faith in Guru and Krishna. But before this, he also mentions mm, this interesting point, that Mahaprabhu is asked, who is a Vaishnava? Um, so I looked at this, just a moment, if I have it here. Um... 108, 105. Okay, we go back a little bit. So, this is in chapter 15. The Lord accepts prasadam at the house of Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. And, uh, oh, purport. And, I'm just scrolling here. We're almost there. Okay. 
Um, someone named Satyaraj Khan said, My dear Lord, being a householder and a materialistic man, I do not know the process of advancing in spiritual life. I therefore submit myself unto your lotus feet and request you to give me orders. Prabhu Kohen, Krishna Seva, Vaishnav Sevahana, Nirantara Koro Krishna Nama Shankirtana. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu replied, Without cessation, continue chanting the holy name of Lord Krishna. Whenever possible, serve him and his devotees, the Vaishnavas. Okay, and then the question in the next verse. Satiraj Bole, Vaishnav Chiniva Kamone, Ke Vaishnava Koho Tanro Samanno. Lokkone. Upon hearing this, Satiraj said, How can I recognize a Vaishnava? Please let me know what a Vaishnava is. What are his common symptoms? Prabhu Kohe Jaro Mukke Shuni Ekbar Krishnam She Pujya Sheshta Shobakar Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu replied, Whoever chants the holy name of Krishna just once is worshipable and is the topmost human being. <laughs> well, that's not all that Lord Chaitanya says about being a Vaishnava, but that's the that's the core, that's the essence. And the point here is simply uh, that um, it's not about um, being part of a creed. It's about what you do, it's not what you believe, because what you do will naturally follow what you believe and vice versa. Um, 1671, let's see if we can find that. I should have made this visible for you all, but um, anyway, for now. <clears throat> Let's see. Oh, oh, that's the wrong. <laughs> okay. Ten hokahe ke Vaishnav ki tana lakshan lakon. Same question. Who is a Vaishnav? What are his characteristics? Tabe hasi kahe prabhu jani taraman. The inhabitant of uh, Kulina Gram said, please let me know who is actually a Vaishnava and what his symptoms are. Understanding his mind, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu smiled and gave the following reply. Krishnama Nirantara Jahar Bodhane She Vaishnav Sreshta Bhajo Tahar Chorane A person who is always chanting the holy name of the Lord 
is to be considered a first-class Vaishnava, and your duty is to serve his lotus feet. Okay, so in the previous chapter we heard someone who chants even once Krishna's name is to be honored as a Vaishnava. And of course, Srila Rupa Goswami in his Upadeshamrita says the same, Krishnaiti Yasyagiritang Manasadriyeta. Um, okay, but he goes on. Oh, another long purport to this. Varshantare punatara aiche prashnakaila vaishnaver taratamna prabhu shikaila. It's funny. Uh, th- this is a question that um, the, what we read before just now from an inhabitant of Kulinagram. So they've come to Puri, they're meeting Lord Chaitanya, and they have a question how to recognize a Vaishnava. Now, in verse 73, it says, the following year, the inhabitants of Kulinagram again asked the Lord the same question. Hearing this question, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu again taught them about the different types of Vaishnavas. Jahar, this is his answer, Jahar darshane mukhe aishse krishanam tahare janiha tumi vaishnava pradhan. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said a first-class Vaishnava is he whose very presence makes others chant the holy name of Krishna. And then it goes on to elaborate different qualities of Vaishnavas. Anyway, the, the point here, though, is simply that um, Lord Chaitanya puts all the focus on chanting the holy name. Someone who chants Hare Krishna mantra is a Vaishnava. Very simple. Um, Okay, there's another article by Hari Parshad on the same subject. Mm. And he talks also about uh, the Christian idea of creed, credo. Um, but then he talks about what is Siddhanta, and here he's quoting, and this is a rather obscure source, Bhatta Chintamani of Sri Gaga Bhatta. I don't know who is Sri Gaga Bhatta. Vishaya samshayas chaiva purvapakshas tatottaram nirnayas cheti siddhantam shastre adhikaranam smritam. Um, first comes the Vishaya, the topic of discussion, followed by samshaya, doubt, Purvapaksha, hearing one side, Uttarapaksha, hearing the other side, deciding in favor of a side, Nirnaya, and finally, Siddhanta, conclusive statement. Uh, okay, this is talking about the, the Vedanta tradition. How do, we, how do we come to a conclusion when we're doing Vedanta? This is how we do it. First we have a subject, then we have 
a doubt, and then we have a preliminary position, and then a, uh, the opposite position, and then we uh, decide in favor of one nirnaya, and then finally we get a conclusion. Mm. There, that's yeah. There's variations on that, but this is the basic idea. Mm. Okay. Then he says, moreover, in the creedal approach. Very little or no freedom is allowed to accept even a slight variation in the statements of faith. In the case of Siddhantic statements, however, there are many places where even the previous acharyas have differed in their opinions. The practitioner learns to respect plurality of opinions in these Siddhantas without fear of reproach or excommunication from the Sampradaya. And then he gives as an example the number, the counting of numbers of um, elements according to Sankhya. And there are different numbers. Now, I'm not so terribly convinced by the example because I think it could easily be argued this is not really about Siddhanta, it's more a detail. How, how many elements are there? Well, maybe there's 26, and maybe there are 25, and maybe there's more or less. Um, but maybe that's not, wouldn't be counted as Siddhanta within the field of discussing Siddhanta. I don't know. But here's a nice uh, quote from Lord Krishna in the 11th canto. Sri Bhagavan Uvacha Yuktam Cha Santi Sarvatra Bhashante Brahmana Yata Mayam Madhiyam Udgrihya Varatang Kim Nu Durgatam because all material elements are present everywhere, it is reasonable that different learned Brahmins have analyzed them in different ways. All such philosophers spoke under the shelter of my mystic potency, and thus they could say anything without contradicting the truth. <laughs> well, again, that's in this context of talking about numbers of elements. Okay, so then he goes on to say, however, in the case of some Siddhantas, there is no plurality of opinion. For example, Krishna's two Bhagavan Svayam, Lord Sri Krishna is the original personality of Godhead. Okay, finally, the creedal approach is a reductionist approach to defining a faith wherein a religious denomination is defined based on absolute allegiance to a select few statements of faith. Yeah, we talked about this last time, that most people in America, or a lot of people in America, they don't care much about the creed. 
they just like the music or they like that the church is nearby their house or whatever. <laughs> According to Bhakti Rasamri, the Sindhu of Srila Goswami, Yo Bhavet Komala Shraddha Sa Kanishto Nigadyate. Even a person of soft, pliable faith is denoted as a Kanishta Adhikari and is made to feel a part of the Sampradaya without pressurizing them into a formal admission of faith. Hmm. That's an interesting application of that. Okay. After all of that, then, you might ask, I might ask, we all might ask, so what is Siddhanta? Here's a definition. Mm. Haridev Prabhu says, in a specific sense, it may refer to particular aspects of the general understanding or philosophical teachings. Um, while in a broad sense, it refers to the entire gamut, that is the whole collection of teachings of a particular school of thought. Okay, so we can have a siddhanta on a particular point of theology, such as Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam, or uh, it can refer to the whole collection of, uh, of teachings, uh, the whole collection of doctrines. Mm. Yeah, and that second example we could uh, speak of, for example, Godia, Godia Siddhanta or Madhva Siddhanta. Uh, the school of the Godia Vaishnavas have their their Siddhanta and so on. Here's another point to keep in mind. Sometimes we find the term Siddhanta used in contrast with the term rasa. Um, yeah, and sometimes the word tattva gets used instead of Siddhanta. Um, However, such use is merely another example of the term Siddhanta used in a limited sense. Okay. Um, the ultimate sense Siddhanta means Bhakti Siddhanta, the final conclusions of the Bhakti school. Um, since the science of rasa is essential and intrinsic, you know this word intrinsic? It means it's built in. It's inseparable. Um, to the Godiya Bhakti Siddhanta, to speak of Siddhanta as something separate from rasa is not fully correct, at least in the ultimate sense of the Godiya tradition. Okay, that's kind of, we might say, a little bit detailed. Um, and then he talks about Siddhanta in terms of Vedanta. Um, 
Um, and I won't read that whole thing. Yeah, it's interesting because, of course, the, the word Vedanta, anta indicates the end, it's the culmination, the culmination of Veda. And so you could say Vedanta is um, the Siddhanta of the Veda. But it's more complicated than that because there are so many different schools of Vedanta. Um, how one is interpreting statements of Upanishads, especially Upanishads, Bhagavad Gita, and Vedanta Sutras, Brahma Sutras, uh, there will be different schools. And each of them will have a different Siddhanta. Although amongst the Vaishnavas, there are four main Vaishnava Vedanta schools and uh, the Gaudiya Vedanta school, um, there's actually not really argument amongst them. They are simply making different ways of uh, understanding mm, the essential truths of Vedanta. And uh, but Bhaktivinoda Thakur says the culmination of them is Gaudiya Vedanta, Achintya Veda Veda Vada. <clears throat> so then, when we come to the Gaudiya tradition, where do we look uh, for Siddhanta? A good place to start is with. Srila Jiva Goswami's Bhagavata Sandarbha, also called the Shat Sandarbha. Shat just means six. Uh, the six Sandarbhas, um, in which, in the first of the six, the Tattva Sandarbha, uh, Jiva Goswami goes into quite some detail to explain what is the f source of Siddhanta for Gaudiya Vaishnavas, it is the Srimad Bhagavatam. But we go a step further, we say, well, Srimad Bhagavatam, yes, but how do we understand the Bhagavatam? We understand through the guidance of the Goswamis, especially Jiva Goswami and Srila Rupa Goswami and Sanatana Goswami, and we understand uh, the, the whole spirit of, um, of bhakti through Chaitanya Charitamrita, following the, not just teachings, but the life uh, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, some more definitions. Let's see. Nyaya Sutra has one. Mm. Tantradi karana sangstiti siddhantaha. An accomplished conclusion, sangstiti, attained by accepting a particular literature, tantra, a particular hypothesis, adhikarana, or a particular unverified implication, abhyupagama, is known as a siddhanta. Hmm, interesting. 
abhyupakama, unverified implication. And there's two types of tantra sangstiti siddhanta. There's sarva tantra siddhanta and prati tantra siddhanta. Well, this is interesting for me. I don't know if it's interesting for you. <laughs> A sarva tantra siddhanta is one which is well established in one literature and not contradicted by any other literature. For example, a statement such as eyes are sense organs may be given in one literature and it is not contradicted in any other literature. Thus, such a statement becomes a sarva-tantra siddhanta. A prati-tantra siddhanta, however, may be established in one literature but may be contradicted by other literature. For example, the followers of Advaitavada establish in their literature that this world is mitya, completely false, which is contradicted by Vaishnav Shastras, which say that the world is satyam, true, but temporary. Oh, and it gets more complicated. An adhikarana siddhanta is a conclusion that, when accepted, leads to acceptance of other siddhantas. For example, if someone accepts a statement, the soul is distinct from the body, they've already accepted the siddhanta that there is such a thing as the soul. <laughs> Adhikarana siddhanta. So that's where one thing leads into another. If you... If you accept this, then that means you must be accepting that. If you don't accept, that means you don't accept uh, the, the first point. And abhyupagama, abhyupagama siddhanta is one in which an unverified siddhanta is accepted as verified. And then based on that siddhanta, some other siddhanta is put to the test. For example, one may accept that soul exists and then try to verify the siddhanta that soul is distinct from matter. Hmm. And so he says, from this we can understand that not all siddhantas are eternal absolute truths. Some are context-specific, and he gives an example. The statement Vyasadeva is an incarnation of Krishna is true for the current Chatur Yuga. However, it is not true for the Vyasadevas who appeared previous to the current one, and it is also not true for those who will appear after the current Vyasa in the current day of Manu. Only the current Vyasadeva is an incarnation of Krishna. Yeah, that's mentioned, as I remember briefly, also in the Tattva Sandharva. Um, oh, this is from Vishnu Purana. Okay, we get see, and he's giving a he's giving a uh, a reference for that. So this is, of course, very important in discussing shastra. We want to know. 
if we say something, where is it coming from? Krishna dvaipayanam vyasam vidhi narayanam prabhu ko hyanyo bhuvi maitreya mahabharatakrit bhavet. Okay, so um Okay, Hare Krishna. So we come to another point uh, after this, the need for a concise statement of Siddhanta in hermeneutics. Because at some point of thinking about how Siddhanta should, how some statement should be aligned with Siddhanta, then the question can come, all right, but there's so much literature, how do we understand what is Siddhanta? Uh, And then comes this subject. It, there, it should be possible to make concise statements of Shastra. And that'll be the next topic. Um, but now I want to pause and see if anyone wants to say something about any of this. I'm coming back to see if you're still awake. Uh, well, I personally found it really interesting that there's these different types of Siddhanta according to um, according to Nyaya Sutras, um, which goes to show what most people don't know. Most people don't know that the Hare Krishnas really think carefully about what they're doing. (laughs) They think that we're just empty-headedly chanting Hare Krishna. Of course, we may do that also because Prabhupada said, simply hear, just hear the mantra. But we can also deliberate about what we're doing. And we can say that's the whole process of uh, Shastra Vichar. Hare Krishna. Any, anyone have any comments for this? Or we can go to other subjects, I suppose. Maybe you're wondering, so how much, how much longer are you going to do this boring subject of hermeneutics? Um, well, it kind of depends on you. <laughs> oh, one thing I want to mention. We haven't had uh, a surprise guest for some time. So next Saturday, Krishna willing, we're going to have a surprise guest. And I will say this surprise guest is one of the more senior devotees of our of our sangha and i think it will be very interesting for all of us so please join us you can also tell your friends it's going to be a surprise 
I don't know. Should I keep it a surprise? Surprise is good. Surprise is good. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Good to see you all. It's I'm seeing lots of smiling smiling faces. We see Sugopi in Delhi. Uh, not Delhi, in uh, Gurgaon, which is now Gurugram. And uh, is Durga Puja still going on, or is it over now? She was reporting to me about Durga Puja, and I don't know if it's... I, we can't hear you if you're speaking. <clears throat> no, the microphone is still... She can't change, okay. Anyway, and who else we see... Prema Sarovara, all the way from Beijing on the 30, 33rd floor. <laughs> yeah, Hare Krishna Maharaj. I was muted actually. Yes. Uh, yes. So, uh, yes, Durga Puja concluded yesterday. And uh, uh -huh. in fact, uh, I celebrated after a few, quite a few years. Oh. Um, and it was good. Uh, the, the Bengali flair, you get the Bengali flair uh, because Bengali people, how they um, like uh, come together to celebrate. It's mm. good that way. Uh, so it's sometimes good to keep in touch with your roots, mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, so it was good at uh, uh, attending the Durga so, Puja. So. And I was in a Vaishnava mood. Mm -hmm. Somehow trying to find link between uh, Devi Durga and Lord Krishna, his creations and how she's related to Krishna and in that mood. And many, many, on many occasions, like uh, when the Pujari was chanting the mantras and of course it starts with Vasudevaya Nama. So mm. I always knew that uh, Lord Vasudeva was there. <laughs> so yeah. that we are <laughs> And uh, we have the verse, I may have mentioned it last time, uh, Lord Brahma, Srishti Stiti Pralaya Sadhana Shakti Reka Chayeva Yasya Bhuvanani Viparti Durga Ichana Rupam Apiyasya Chachishtate Sa Govinda Mahari Parasham Tamaham Bajami Jiva Goswami uh, somewhere in his Sandarbhas mentions that there is a Durga in the spiritual world. There's, a, excuse me, there's a spiritual Durga. Um, and so the Vaishnavas are um, appreciating especially that form of Durga. Um, don't ask me exact where that is, but it's been some long time since I read that. Mm. 
Okay. What else? Uh, some of you were uh, speaking about learning prayers for or during the month of Kartik. So that's another point. One can be thinking, what shall we do for Durga? <laughs> Not Durga, for Kartik. <clears throat> and I was mentioning last time, that's right, it's coming up. Starting on the 21st, uh, this coming Thursday, Kartik begins, and it'll go for a month. So this is a time when, if we are not, if we are not able to go to Vrindavan, then we can mentally go to Vrindavan. Uh, because Kartik in Vrindavan, that's the place to be. That's the place to be in that time of year. Okay. So I think it's time we can call it a day. Um, yeah, there's two or three of you or four of you who have sent me some messages asking for, I mean, separately asking me things. So I'll, I will get back to you. Those of you who've written something to me, you're waiting for answers to, so I will, I'll get back to you individually, so to say. <laughs> oh, one last thing Chitrakarni is saying. Uh, watching Chaitanya Charan's podcasts, they're really amazing. Uh, Yes, I I enjoy his his podcast. He's doing very nicely. He he has a very uh, very good way of keeping focused on the topic and um, and bringing out very interesting points from his um, interviewees and also himself bringing out very uh, helpful insights. So. Um, Yes, we just had one. I don't know, maybe it's already posted. I haven't seen yet, but we just had a discussion on um, on my book, The Cow's Book. And I'll post the link to that if you haven't seen it soon. And um, there's another interview coming up. This could be interesting. This will be... Yeah, the day after Kartik begins on Friday, uh, but then it'll be probably two or three days before it's shared. I'll be again meeting with um, Arjuna from New Zealand, and we're going to discuss uh, again Vaishnava theology, concepts of God. But this time we are also going to have uh, one Christian scholar who has already uh, been on his podcast. It's actually a very interesting way that Arjuna is doing it. He interviewed uh, this person, Ryan Mullins, uh, and then 
he, Arjuna, had me watch the interview with the with that uh, scholar, and then in a separate interview, Arjuna has interviewed me, and I think that's been posted. And now there's going to be a third interview, but it's going to be the two of us together. Uh, this scholar of Christian theology, Christian philosophy of religion, I guess, and myself, so we'll see what happens. That could be interesting. I don't think our purpose is to have a debate. Uh, it's just to discuss. So can be nice. Right. On that note. Mm. Uh, Guru Maharaj, excuse me. Uh, did Lalita Mahatmataji raise a hand? Oh, yes. Okay. Dear Lalita, you wanted to say something. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, good much. Well, uh, Dari Chandrika asked asked me today to um, to invite devotees for the Kartik month to join us in this group of um, chanting sixteen rounds. Uh huh. Okay. In one go. Sixteen sixteen rounds in one go. Club. Club. Yes. Um, you're most welcome to join us. Uh, um, I'm not entirely sure why she couldn't uh, um, say this today, but she she asked me to do it for her. <laughs> she's, um, she's with us. She's smiling right now as you speak. <laughs> Maybe it's a Kartik trick. <laughs> uh, but um, I must say myself that this group, um, for me personally, um, it's fantastic because um, I have uh, my God sisters and friends to be accountable to. Mm. I always think, oh, what am I going to write if I just drag my rounds today? Or you know, so that really puts my mind in the right setting. Yeah, uh, chanting, um, and it's absolutely amazing to chant sixteen rounds without being disturbed with. Uh, yes. Uh, which I found difficult uh, in the past, as I was a Pajari, so, and after the Pajari service, yeah. So the question will be, how does one join this group? Oh, how does one join the group? Please, Aldari Chandrika, could you um, just post your email uh, here in our group email on the chat so everybody could see it? So she, she, she'll, she'll probably post it here now okay. um, in the group. And thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Whoops. And now Chitrakarani wants to say something more. <laughs> Need to unmute. Hmm. Hare Krishna. Hmm. Hare Krishna. Uh, okay. Uh, when I hear Dira Lalita speaking now, I had this idea and I wanted to ask this idea to you if it is okay and also to all the other disciples. Um, there is a platform called Wonder Me. And uh, if 
everybody is okay i can create a platform for uh, the disciples and the followers of uh, krishna shatvaswami and without paying any fee uh, we can be on this platform 24 hours a day uh, so it's like when uh, <laughs> dira lalita wants to create this group uh, every it, it is in it is actually visible in the desktop it is just one of the windows and uh, and if you are uh, in your laptop computer or in your computer it doesn't work on cell phones uh, everybody could be visible on this platform and uh, for example who are chanting you come together and also uh, you can go out from this part and you can join to another group it's it's just uh, looking at the people from the top and they can create their own groups and they can talk simultaneously. So it's, it's not like WhatsApp it's, or even better than Zoom. It's like 24 hours of connection as long as your computer is on. So it can bring all the disciples together. Big, if it's okay, I can create a platform like this. Big Brother is watching you. <laughs> <laughs> the Guru is watching you. <laughs> what is that called? It is called Wonder Me. Wonder uh, or Wonder? Wonder. A W O N D. Wonder. Okay. Um, well, you can all discuss that. Uh, I think uh, I don't want to. I don't want to carry this on longer. But I, w I would mention, uh, let's see, is she here? I, I don't know, Daya Sri, are you here? Um, because she's been working together with Somya Karani on sort of a plan for organizing media uh, for us. Maybe she's not here today. Um... Yeah, I think she's not here. Yeah, so maybe she wants to know about that too. Interesting idea. I think I, I, I'm the sort of person I want to first read about it and, you know, see exactly how everything works. So I don't want to say, yes, I'm for it, or no, I'm against it. I, whatever devotees want to do to come together, why not? <laughs> yes, it's to bring uh, the disciples together and yeah. uh, Madhajis can uh, chat about their things and then Prabhus can chat about... Oh, I see. It's gonna, like, it's gonna it's have like rooms. Connection. Yes, there are rooms. So, hmm. uh, so it can bring the people more close together. Um, yeah, or two people can per talk also personally on yeah, that yeah. group. That's... It's like when you are alone at home, let's hmm. say, in one country, and you want to have a sadhu sangha, a situation, mm. and you just go to this link and you see which disciples are there, which devotees, and you can just say, hello, how are you, how it is going, Hare Krishna, how, and then that's it. It's like constant um, interaction, sadhu sangha. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Guru Maharaj, I remember is I remember the first time I proposed you WhatsApp. I said, Guru Maharaj, you should use WhatsApp. It's amazing, <laughs> and you were skeptical about. It. I'm always 
I'm always, <laughs> I'm always skeptical. But I just searched wonder me and it didn't come, doesn't show it, such thing. I don't know. Yes, I will send you the link. <laughs> okay. Let's stop there for today. I wish you all a wonderful week. Let us always be in, in the swim of Krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Maharaji, I was here. Maharaji, I'm here. Oh, you are here. Now I hear you. Maharaji, I'm having problems. I said, don't think you can hear me. I'm so sorry, but I will I will come back on it next week. Oh, okay. Hare Krishna. I will, I will, we will give some update. Good. Okay, I'm so sorry. Okay. Hare Krishna. That was Arunadaya Sri. Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Anantakati Vaishnavarinda ki jai, Gaur Premanande. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.